You're listening to the Forrester Technopolitics Podcast, inspiring commentary and intelligent insight from experts in the thick of it. All right. Hi, everyone. This is Mike Welteri, Principal Analyst and your host of Forrester Technopolitics. I'm here today with Melissa Parrish, Principal Analyst and Research Director. Hi, Melissa. Hi. Thanks for having me. Ah, thanks for joining. Um, let's talk about mobile advertising. I've, you know, I've heard that on the one hand, mobile advertising is the future with Facebook and everyone else really trying to dig in in terms of mobile advertising. But I've also heard that it's not as, as effective. So uh, where is mobile advertising going? Yeah, so mobile advertising uh, is the future. Let me say that okay. plainly and clearly. <laughs> I believe wholeheartedly that mobile advertising is the future. Yeah. The problem is that mobile advertising today is the uh, little, more complex, uh, more um, compact, less complex version of online advertising. So of web, of traditional web browser display advertising. Exactly. Gotcha. And that's why you'll hear people say uh, it's it's not as effective. Because they're essentially taking what's been working online and, and trying to make it work for an entirely different form factor, user experience, operating system, uh, essentially a different everything. But, but, why, uh, but why wouldn't that work? I mean, it, it, it seems to make sense that it would carry over. I mean, you know, Google and, and Yahoo and others have billed billions of dollars. And, and you mentioned the form factors. Is it all about the form factor or, or you know, why doesn't it carry over? Yeah, it's partially about the form factor, but I think perhaps even more importantly, it's about the the user expectation. Um, so it's kind of like you know, back in the early days of the web, people would uh, scan a brochure and put it up at a URL and say, "Hey, we have a website." Um, well, that didn't really work <laughs> very well either, uh, and people learned, uh, "Oh, wait a second, um, users want to click on things. We can use this to go places. We can offer different kinds of information." And then there was interactivity and and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's the same kind of uh, evolution that's happening with mobile. People are using their smartphones and tablets in different physical locations than they use their PCs. They're using it to find different kinds of information uh, with different kinds of intent. Um, so, you know, smartphones are, are typically used to find information that somebody wants to act on immediately. Um, one of the reasons that apps have become popular because it's a small, bite-sized piece of of information or functionality that you can interact with in that moment. Um, it makes use of contextual data. Essentially, it is. It, it's not just the fact that the form factor is different. The entire experience and the user expectations of that experience are quite different than what you'd see uh, online. Right. So someone someone online sort of the image I have is they decide to go online. They're sitting at their desk, uh, whereas when they're out in the wild with their mobile device, they're, they're, you know, they're living their life, and, and they need things in the moment. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we, we uh, often call this uh, phenomenon the perpetually connected customer, um, or on the marketing side, we refer to this as the always addressable customer. It's no longer when do you go online. It's simply that you are connected all of the time. Um, and so 
what you need from any device at any particular moment w will be different, but you simply are connected. Interesting. So I so I think what you're saying is that is that firms or marketers need to, you know, we've reached that tipping point. You need to assume that your your consumers are are always online. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there are lots of ways to to measure this. We of course have something called um, the Mobile Mindshift Index, which is one way to to gauge to what extent your own customers are perpetually connected. But um, you know, this is one of those interesting kinds of measures that if we had tried to quantify two years ago, we couldn't. Um, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, overnight, consumer behaviors changed, uh, and therefore we are able to to quantify it. So yeah, even if you uh, run some kind of uh, quantitative data and think, well, you know, my customers aren't quite perpetually connected today. Uh, I would say, uh, run that same, uh, run that same data set six months from now and, and tell me what you found because right. it will be different. Yeah, it's just going to keep increasing. Now, you were very clear that you think, <laughs> you know, mobile is, is the future of advertising, at least, you know, online connected advertising. And I remember back when Google first, you know, got into the phone business, Android, that's actually what pe people are saying, well, why is Google doing that? And, and at the time, they said advertising. But has Google really done anything? Or, or are there any companies that you would point to as, as doing mobile advertising right, or at least moving in that direction? So Google has um, iterated a, 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 a product or two that I think is a step in the right direction. The most notable thing is their click-to-call um, paid search product. Uh, I have spoken with marketers who have seen um, uh, increases in conversion rates of 130% simply hmm. by enabling click-to-call. Um, and, and wait, and to, to be clear, click-to-call means what exactly? Yeah, so I, I was... Um, yeah, I should explain. So it's a paid search ad that, it, you know, you can have a phone number next to a paid search listing, something like that. But literally, the you um, the user clicks on that phone number and the phone calls that number. So it sends from an ad to a call center. Um, so it does start to blur the lines in terms of channels because it's not a, a, an exclusively digital or exclusive mobile experience. But it takes advantage of the phone. Right? You're searching on a phone, you get a mobile search listing. Well, it's much easier to, uh, say, book a cruise by talking to somebody than by trying to enter all of your information into a long form um, on your mobile screen. So I feel like something like that is a step in the right direction. But, no, absolutely, I have not yet seen any company that has actually solved the challenge. Um, that has actually discovered what paid mobile advertising can be. Um, I would say that I expect a solution to come from the likes of, of the, the, the world-class tech brands. So, um, you know, Google, uh, perhaps Apple, Facebook, um, something like that, mostly because they have the, the cash and the human resources to make sure that their business continues to run while they have all these other folks trying to figure out what the next actual thing is for mobile advertising. Right. It seems, too, that if, if there is some upstart that, that unlocks the secret to it, these guys will, you know, there's so much at stake, they'll scoop them up um, oh, yeah. for any number of billions of dollars. Oh, no question. Yeah. yeah. If, if somebody actually solves this puzzle, yeah, they'll, they'll get bought in a minute. Yeah. So in the meantime... Um, 
you know, what is the general advice for advertisers, uh, companies that advertise? Do they, they stay away from mobile, uh, do it in a limited fashion, uh, continue to mix, you know, traditional web and, and mobile advertising? Yeah, I think, I, I think there are a few key things. Um, one thing is that, uh, there is a trend for, um, publishers, ad networks, and even sometimes, um, media agencies to kind of throw mobile in to a media buy. Um, oh, we'll, we'll put 5% of your budget on mobile and we'll see what happens. Um, you know, it's, it's very experimental. And I can see the appeal of that because, you know, marketers want to test it, but they don't want to, to, to put a lot of money in. Um, but the problem is that that's still the same strategy. Right. But I think the first thing is that advertisers need to say to the ad networks, the publishers, or the agencies, um, what's unique about the audience we'll be targeting on mobile? Is there more data you can give me? Is there something special about these people um, that, that make you want us uh, to target them beyond just the fact that, you know, we're trying something with this new device? Because very frequently, uh, what the advertiser will end up finding is that the audience is more desirable even though they are much smaller than the, uh, the, the audience that you can reach online. So it no longer becomes a just a test and learn strategy and it's no longer just about reach. So, you know, blanket reaching as many people as possible, as many eyeballs as possible. It becomes a, an experience of buying um, not just premium inventory, but a special kind of audience. And if that is the case, then the advertiser can decide more intelligently what creative to run, what message to run, and where to send the user should they actually click through. So I think that is probably the very first place to start. Melissa Parrish, thank you for joining Forrester Technopolitics. I'm Mike Walter. You've been listening to the Forrester Technopolitics podcast. Read more about the technology-fueled disruption and join the discussion at blogs.forrester.com.